Hello, and welcome to the Happy You're Here podcast. In this show, we talk about tools, techniques, and ideas to help us all live more fulfilling lives. In this episode, we're going to talk about something that's really relevant to a lot of us that have transitioned to working from home, remote work, or are stuck at home more often because of the coronavirus. But this will be helpful beyond the coronavirus and well into the future. If you like this show and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please scroll down and rate the show. Uh, Obviously, it would be great if you give us a five-star rating, but it really helps us reach new people, bring on different guests, and that's just a huge help. It also helps if you share the, the episodes. Originally, I used to ask people to share this episode with one person that you think could really benefit from it. I kind of got lazy and stopped doing that, but I think I'd like to get back to that again because a lot of new people were introduced to the show and you know we had people individually reaching out saying like this episode or that episode really helped me with this thing. So if there's anyone in your life that you think, hey, this might be valuable to them, please share this episode with them. It's helpful if you go to the happyyouarehere.life website because if you take the link from there and share that, that gives them the option to listen wherever they normally listen. It also gives them the option to read the episodes. Thank you so much for everyone who does that and has helped the show grow to where it's at. Let's continue to continue to grow and spread messages of living more fulfilling lives, being the light we want to see in the world, and just generally trying to do something to better ourselves and better the society that we live in. In this episode, like I said, we're going to talk about this specific thing. In this episode, stop teasing the... the, Topic, it is how to design your apartment or living space for optimal wellness. So this topic was inspired by, and this episode is going to summarize a video by CGP Gray, who is one of my favorite YouTubers. He makes really high quality researched YouTube videos. They're usually a little funny. They have nice, cute little animations and everything with them. And he talks about a lot of different things. And often he circles back around to kind of self-improvement topics, Uh, but he also talks about really cool kind of history things and and all kinds of stuff. You should totally check out his channel. It's CGP Gray, and I will link the episode that this is based off of in the show notes below, or if you check it out on the happyyourhere.life website, it'll be there. But he uses this useful metaphor of a spaceship to explain some valuable core ideas of taking care of our well-being during these times of isolation. So this episode is going to break down some of what the video talks about, and it's also going to provide some supplementary information on the topics that are discussed. I'll be summarizing, I'll be referencing the video, but this isn't just, I'm not just going to rip the video off. Like, if you want to watch the video, go watch that. Like I said, it's in the show notes down below. I feel like I have some, you know, interesting additions to make to the concepts of the video and also some counterpoints to some of the things he mentions in the video. So you don't need to watch the video before you listen to this episode. You could watch it afterwards or you could not watch it at all. Obviously, I'd love it if you went and showed him some love as well. The show, <laughs> he starts out the video by saying, you know, explaining the, the spaceship metaphor and saying that your mission is to return better than you left. Now, this is obviously assuming that you're going to go back to life as normal. A lot of us are working from home. And I know a lot of you have transitioned to working remotely. And that's probably not going to change. So this is going to help manage your wellness because it is it's it's a blessing and a curse because the while you're working from home, it makes it much more front and center that you have to take care of your uh, engine. And he uses this metaphor of a generator 
that basically keeps your life force running. And there's two elements to that. There's the mental and the physical. Because of the coronavirus or whatever, being able to be at home a little bit more or having to be at home a little bit more, it's allowing us to focus on creating our environment and it's allowing us to focus on are we actually living these things, you know, taking a closer look and being a little bit more mindful about them. So basically, the, the whole generator metaphor is that there's this physical and this mental component. You have to keep it's like a centrifuge where it, it will keep going, but it will slowly lose momentum over time unless you continue to fuel it. it get, it's easier to keep it going when it's highly fueled. And it's harder and harder to keep it going the slower and slower it goes, which anyone who's dealt with mental illness or physical exhaustion knows this where, you know, the closer you get to depleted, the harder it is to get started back up. Where if you're once like you start going, there's an episode a while ago that I did called Bodies in Motion, Stay in Motion. And it talked about that, that once you start, whether it's moving and being active physically or mentally, it's a lot easier to stay and it's a lot easier to continue that momentum. You have to be careful not to stress yourself too much and injure yourself or uh, injure yourself mentally by overstressing and burning out. It's a balance for sure. You can burn out your centrifuge, I guess, which is a point that he didn't make, but I think that's an interesting idea. He also makes a really good point of the physical being the best place to start, which I hate <laughs> that that is the case a lot of the times, but mental health is a very tangled web. Uh, and it can be very difficult to, if things are bad, to correct, course correct things from that place where things aren't that good. And physical activity can help clear up some of those issues and start moving things in the right direction. And then you can start taking care of more of the uh, mental health pieces of the puzzle. So there's this thing called environmental psychology. There's a bunch of different aspects of it. Uh, James Clear from Atomic Habits writes about this a lot. We actually had a guest on the podcast that is coming out soon. Her name is Dr. Yishan Shu from Mind and Body Garden Psychology. And she's a sleep doctor that talked about how your relationship to your environment plays a huge role in the way that your mind relates to that environment by default. So basically, your mind, whenever you walk into an environment, you've trained your mind what state to be in and how to react to that environment. Some examples he uses that are very helpful is the library. When you go to the library, it helps you study because your mind says, hey, this is a place where we study. This is where we're quiet. This is where we read. This is where we slow down and we focus. Your office should help you work and a vacation allows you to relax because it's separate from the office. It's separate from the stress. Uh, and I love the little, he says, and the couch helps you couch. <laughs> but again, you're training yourself. You train yourself what to do when you're in that place. So as soon as you sit on your couch, if all you do is sit on your couch and, and veg out, then your brain immediately goes, it's time to veg out, you know? The problem with isolating ourselves in our home obviously comes with the fact that we don't have separate spaces. Uh, unless you have a really big home, and even then, you know, it still kind of blends together if you're not careful. So we're going to break this down into the four key elements kind of five, I have a kind of a bonus one to add at the end, but the four key stations, he uses the term stations in the uh, video, so we'll use that also. What are those stations and what? how are those basically pillars of your mental and physical health to keep yourself moving and improving constantly? The first station is a station for exercise. This doesn't have to be crazy and I actually would suggest it not be unless you're already someone that works out a lot, creating a space where you keep a yoga mat rolled out or you have a pull-up bar or you just have some space where it's easily cleared out that you can sit down and you can do some push-ups, you can do some sit-ups, you can do some squats and lunges. Lunges 
are super easy to do and they are absolutely, they will get your heart rate pumping. So like there's a bunch of different body weight exercises. If you're not familiar with what body weight exercises are, look that up. And even if you are familiar and maybe you go to the gym, but if you haven't been going to the gym, then this is a good opportunity to say, well, maybe I'm putting too much thought into this. Like it's really just a matter of getting moving and getting your heart rate up. So if you can do something in place, Maybe uh, you should get a bicycle or if you can afford equipment, you could get a bicycle, you could get a rowing machine. Like there's all kinds of different things you could do, but it doesn't have to be that complicated. It can totally just be push-ups or sit-ups or squats or whatever. And the hardest part is definitely starting. But once you start to get into a routine, it gets much, much easier. I've had this experience where I'll get into a routine and things will be going good and then I'll get out of it. And, and this is definitely a constant struggle for me. But having that place in my apartment that is set up and it's like, okay, when I walk into that spot or I get down on the ground in this spot, my brain knows that this is where I do push-ups, and it becomes much easier to do that. My problem is then if I continue to do it long enough, but it gets easier and easier and easier to do it. And really, like I said, it's really just about getting your heart rate up. So from there, the second station is your sleep station. Now, I talked about how we had the sleep psychologist on the podcast. She talked about this on there. So it's cool that the video covers that. And we're going to cover this here as well, because this is incredibly important. And this is making your bed and your sleep space a sanctuary for sleep and do nothing else, especially not screen time in that space. You're destroying your ability to sleep. You might go to bed and get shut eye, but you're not getting the deep sleep that you need if you're not creating and holding this space sacred. Because sleep is such a huge part of our mental and physical health that it's really important to do that. So don't use screens in your sleep space. Uh, we're going to have a different space where you can do that. I would suggest not eating in your sleep space. It's helpful to keep your phone in another room. I put my alarm on my phone and put it in the kitchen. First of all, that helps me get up in the morning because I have to get up and go turn the alarm off. But also it keeps any temptation of like, oh, I can't sleep, so I'm going to get on my phone. Uh, and it kind of gives me time to separate from my phone before I fall asleep. Also, within that uh, interview with the sleep psychologist, we talked about how eight hours of sleep is totally a myth. You can get six and a half hours of sleep and be well rested. You can get six hours of sleep and be well rested. It's really a matter of what your personal body needs and understanding that and listening to it and not oversleeping, not undersleeping, finding what's just right and not stressing out because your body knows what it needs and it will sleep to the capacity that it needs. It's the tricky thing for me is always oversleeping because I have a tendency to want to oversleep and I'll be like, well, I'm I feel tired, so I'm just going to keep sleeping. There's definitely a difference though of that like depression tiredness that you just continue to sleep and sleep and sleep, which then just makes it worse. And like actual, like I'm exhausted and I need to sleep more. Um, a really great tip is if you are in your sleep space and you can't get to sleep, instead of doing something else and instead of stressing out, get up and go to another space. Go to uh, your exercise space. Go to your relaxing space. Do, which we'll talk about in a second, but get up and just get out of the space until you're tired again and then go back. If you're really interested in sleep, look forward to that episode with uh, Dr. Xu because it was super, super insightful and I'm excited to be able to share that with you. Station three is your recreation and consumption. So like I said in the sleep, this is where you would go if you can't sleep. It's very easy to fall into the trap of mindless consumption of the news or social media, YouTube, absolutely like be careful of those things we'll go into more details about that i'm working on a social media 
consume responsibly ebook. Basically, all of the things I've learned over the years with social media addiction, but also having to work on social media. So I can't get rid of social media, but I don't want to use it in an irresponsible way. And I realize how bad it can be for my mental health. So that's just something to keep in mind when you have your consumption space. Try to do things that feel good. Read a book if that feels good to you. Maybe play a video game if that feels good to you within reason. But basically, keep be mindful of how much time you're spending in this space. You definitely, it has a tendency to expand. So you want to be careful. And if you can keep that limited, I like to watch movies instead of watching TV shows because a movie has a defined endpoint. TV shows tend to just drag on forever. And it's so easy to be like, ah, oh, just one more episode. So those are some little tips that should help with the creation or the recreation space and your consumption space. I kind of had a little Freudian slip because station four is creation. <laughs> and this is really cool. This is separating another space where you actively participate, where you do something. And what's cool about this is that you don't have to have a job or you don't have to work from home for this to be a separate space. This could be where you paint. This could be where you work on a hobby. This could be whatever, where you write your book, whatever you're doing, whatever you wanna do as a creation, like an active forward momentum creating, this is where you would want to do this. And again, you know, just separating this space, this needs to be defined and separate from your consumption space. For people like me who do all of my creation on a laptop, it's very important that I separate my media consumption, my YouTube and Facebook from my creation space. I'm not perfect at it. I definitely fall into it, but it's something that I'm constantly working at. What I try to do is I have, a again, a bunch of different ways that I block the social feed. I block U YouTube suggested videos. Uh, and like I said, there'll be another episode where we'll talk about that. But we're constantly creating something. So in this space, we can be conscious creators. We can learn new skills and we can really move forward. And all of these other spaces will serve this space. And it's important to keep, again, the space sacred. The final station that I add as kind of a bonus station that's not in C CGP Gray's video is the kitchen and like food prep. I think that's an important space to have separate and to eat kind of in that separate space rather than bringing your food into one of the other spaces. Because again, it's about partially about mindfulness. It's like, I want to train my mind to when I want to exercise and I'm in the exercise space, that's what I'm doing there. I'm not thinking about food. I'm not thinking about YouTube. I'm not thinking about sleeping. When I'm in bed, I'm not thinking about food. I'm not thinking about YouTube. I'm not thinking about exercise. I'm sleeping. When I'm creating and I'm working, I'm not thinking about eating. I'm not blah, 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 blah. And, and especially because food has a tendency food activates all kinds of different chemicals in your brain, it can definitely mess up your connection to one of those spaces. So that was a super high level breakdown of the CGP Grey videos Spaceship U concept with some additional things that I added there. If you watch this video, you'll see he kind of goes more in depth in certain areas, goes in a little different direction with things. His video is really funny. So if you like that kind of thing, you'll love that video. If you want to go a little bit more in depth, go to the happyyouwerehere.life website, you might be there right now listening to this episode. Uh, but if you're not, you can go to the happyyourhere.life website and read this as an article. And the article definitely goes more in depth. It has links to references. It's kind of one of the most in-depth articles I've written in a while, and I'd love to do a lot more of these. So if this uh, post ends up getting a lot of views, getting a lot of shares, or even just a few people that say like, hey, this was helpful for me, then, you know, then it's worth it to create more stuff like this. Like I said, I'm working on that social media consumption ebook 
which will be out soon, which will be free. It's just a way for me to help promote the email list and give some value to the people that are signed up to the email list. Speaking of the email list, you can sign up for that on the happyyouerehere.life website. There's a bunch of different spots on there that you can sign up. And all that is, is once weekly, it sends out a update of all of the most recent posts on the site. So now it used to be one post. It was whatever the most recent podcast episode was. But now that we're doing two podcast episodes per week and we're releasing articles and stuff, it'll just be a summary of basically what has come out this past week. Instead of trying to spam you with posts every single day, every time something's posted randomly here and there, my just random thoughts when I just want to talk to somebody, it's just, it's automated. So I don't even touch it. Uh, so I can't mess it up. It's just the summary of everything that has happened in the last week. So it's great to be attached to that. And I will be sending out the ebook to that group first. So definitely go ahead and check that out. Obviously at any point, like I've said a million times before on this show, and again, I've kind of gotten lazy about my like prompted scripted starting beginning, which I like, I don't like just repeating the same things over and over again, but I felt like this was a good episode since it's a solo episode, a good opportunity to bring some of that stuff back up. Um, again, share the happyyourhere.life uh, version, the page that is related to this episode if you think somebody could get value out of that, or any episode. If you had another episode where you thought this would be valuable for a certain person, we have so many different topics that we've covered, and I think that it, you know, if there's someone in your life that is you know, needs to make more money. We had a whole thing about uh, mindset of making more money with this guy who's like a, a money making coach who I can vouch for, like is totally legit. He's like super ADD and awesome. He's just got great energy. We have one about conscious consumption and creation, creating content. We have one all about basically how do you be more present? How do you be more grateful? It's a lot about gratitude and creating your own identity with Ryan Stanley, kind of a little bit of law of attraction stuff going on. One about... um gaps in the mental health care system and an app that helps with that. There's a yoga one. There's a habits one. There's some arts and music. Some uh, one of my favorite local musicians here in Omaha, Comeback Sandy, just released an album and we did a great interview with her. There's so much different stuff. There's got to be something that could relate to somebody that you know that could help them out because at the end of the day, the most valuable thing that I've had happen from this podcast and the reason that I keep doing it is those like personal messages that get sent out that say, you know, from somebody that reaches out and says, Hey, I mean, I had a couple of people early on that like had, we were talking about depression a lot and we had some people that were struggling with really, really badly with addiction and suicide. Um, and now, you know, it was cool. Cause at the time they had said, you know, this helped me and, and whatever. And, and that's great. But a lot of people say that kind of thing and then it doesn't actually help. Um, but at least one of those people is sober now and living a great life and, and in the progress of building a great life. So it's really cool to have been able to be there for that person, uh, along that journey. The one other person that I'm thinking of specifically is, is definitely still struggling, but, um, you know, uh, some progress has been made and, and it's, everyone has a different trajectory and I think that they'll eventually get there too. And it's not even about getting to an end zone. It's just about trying to see through all of the different layers of suffering and anxieties that get poured on top of us just from living in the world and being, I mean, it's, it's very, there's so many different things that I could go into and I, I'm not going to go into all that right now, but it's really great to be able to reach people like that. And I'm sure there are sometimes there's messages that are going back and forth between people sharing episodes, 
Uh, my one buddy shares screenshots with me sometimes when that happens. So I super appreciate that. I love getting screenshots. We used to do a contest. I couldn't afford to keep doing the contest because it was giving away too much money. But uh, maybe we'll do that again someday. But for now, uh, maybe just do it out of the goodness of your own heart. And I'll continue to do this out of the goodness of my own heart. And uh, I love you all. And thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Bye.